Riggs, you're back and you've brought pain with you. Yes. I've brought the sixth collaboration between Adkins and Scott Adkins and Jesse B. Johnson. We watched their previous collaboration, The Debt Collector. Yeah. And we all enjoyed that. It had a sort of Tarantino-esque oh, vibe. That's, that's stretching it. But yeah, okay. And, we, uh, I, I do remember not turning it off. Yeah. In fact, no, I you eulogised it. You were being, you were, no, I was, was surprised was by surprise. how you were. It was yeah. a surprise. And so this was the sixth collaboration between these guys. And it, after Pit Fighter's Savage Dog which I've seen is great. Accident Man, The Debt Collector, Triple Threat. I've seen all of those movies. They're all great. And I wanted to see this one that was on Netflix. So we watched it. And its name is... Avengement. Avengement. Yeah. It could have been The Avengerator. Could have been... <laughs> could have been a West know, Ham the, Day Out. Uh, Avengerama. It yeah. could have been uh, many, any of those, couldn't it? But they went for Avengement. Yeah. Strong avenging theme, yeah, in, in this. And it's direct to TV feel straight away, isn't it? When you kind of look as as most of these adkins johnson kind of collaborations yeah do have a kind of budget things you know what you're going in for it's not like the high-end all bells whistling cgi no but what it is 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 a great collaborative action filmmaking using good physical stunts and one of the best stuntmen in the business, despite all his dodgy Joe Rogan shit, yeah. which we don't have to talk about. So this one, we get to see a slightly different side of Scott Adkins, a little bit of range as an actor, because he gets to try out a few different fighting styles in this and some different material as an actor, the, the sort of stuff that we're not used to seeing him. And we do see him right at the beginning, Kane Burgess in a prison transport. He's got bright white trainers on. Did you notice that they always used to talk about how bright the whites have to be, the trainers, right. the whites. And he's being escorted and we only see him from the back. But when he does turn around, it's not the Adkins we used to see. And he's got scars all over his face, his yeah. teeth are metal. He's got like a horrible burn or something and he's being taken to hospital isn't he to see his dying mother yes he's been allowed out to see his mother before she passes away yeah but we don't have the full story on that yet no no well a lot of this story is actually told with flashbacks yes, isn't it that's right so we we get so far down and then there'll be some memory from the past including him going to visit his his mum in hospital and yeah. we learn that actually she didn't make it no, he didn't late. make it in time to, to get there it. and visit her. It was about 20 yeah. minutes. And didn't they stop for a latte? Later we'll find out, know, yeah, yeah. One of the coppers stopped at Starbucks for a vanilla latte. That's why he missed his dying mum. Anyway, they, they take him down. He like he says, I want to see the body anyway. Mm. And uh, they agree and they take him down. And then the title comes up, Avengement, and we hear some scuffles and stuff. And then he escapes and he's off. And we don't see what happened, but he's broken out relatively easily. And he's headed straight to the horse and jockey pub. Mm. Maybe not straight, because we'll find out later he did a few other things first, but that's where he's gone. The horse and jockey pub, a right shit old pub, this, in it, Like old man, West yeah. End of London. Yeah. Horrible pub, guarded by two guys who tell him he needs a membership, and they're both dispatched pretty quickly <laughs> with a fucking thro- punch to the throat. Yeah, they, they're, they're just goons, aren't they? Stood outside, and, and they're no match for Adkins, who's... Practices fighting style since prison and all the rest of it, as we learn as we go on. But he he looks a hard, he looks a hard. He's not to be messed with. No, he goes in and the barmaid bears chats to him and he gets a drink. Anything with a hefty head, he asks for. Which, yeah, I don't know. The bitter didn't look that great. But anyway, the barmaid chats him up a bit and he tells us to keep the change. And then in the background there are some goons, aren't there? One of whom is called Tune. It's Thomas. 
Well, I Tergoose. thought it was Jordan Pickford who looks like fucking... <laughs> it looked more separate, like Jordan Pickford. Separated birth. Yeah. From This um, Is England. Yeah, so... Yeah, oh, of course, right. yeah, that's yeah. what I recognise him from. Yeah. Jordan Pickford's brother, he, he starts telling a story about how another guy had A gangster got... named Rook had his arm chopped off. Yeah. He's the kind of goon who likes to tell the stories about what other people have done rather he's not he's not he's the not muscle. Hard, he's not no. a, he's just like corner boy if you like. From and, yeah. and that's exactly yeah. what he was. He was stood on a corner yeah. with his mate Rook and they were this getting geezer, eyeballed. Yeah, this geezer did Yeah, they were getting it, eyeballed down yeah. the back of an alley by who we now know is... Well, Kane is, starts laughing, I think, at this yeah. point, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't he? get all the story out and he's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Well, yeah. as, as he starts telling the story, which Jordan Pickford's kind of heroics <laughs> comes into the into the front of it, but it's not the truth. And Kane knows that because he was the other guy who ripped this guy's <laughs> arm off. So he calls him out on it and doing so, it kind it, of exposes it. He, he pushes himself. it a bit. He, he laughs at them and then there's a bit of a, a lot of posturing of like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, sorry, you know, carry on with your story. And it settles down and then it starts up again and he immediately like cuts them off. Yeah. And it's all just, you know, front. And but why well, is not front because he's going to back it up. But it's, it's... He's sort of horribly aggressive, yeah. this character, and just like a real thug it's he's like a psycho way, I mean, like he's complete a psycho yeah. yeah and he's screaming about what a tough guy looks like and i look like a tough guy don't yeah. i and all that stuff oh, he's like a torn piece of paper isn't he yeah I mean, he's ripped <laughs> um anyway so yeah we find out that it was it was kane who was there ch- chopped off his arm and just as it looks like it's going to all kick off he pulls out a shotgun a shooter a shooter yeah a sawn off shotgun and he's like i demand to know where lincoln is yeah. And and just as he says that, there's kind of Lincoln's number two comes out the door. Yeah, do he? you see who he, that was? He grabs yeah. it. Well, I did see who it was, but tell me his it, name. Nick Moran from the Lockstock right. movies. Yeah, okay. he plays Hyde. Is sort of Lincoln's. Wasn't number it in two. that kids' program about? Oh, was that Dexter Fletcher? Press gang or something. Yeah, press I gang. Might have been in. That. Might have been in that. There was a few British yeah. actors in that. Anyhow. It's a different character altogether in this. Um, so, yeah, so um, and then it he, kicks off a bit. One of the goon, one of the goons, rushes him, doesn't he? And gets his leg horribly blown away with a shotgun, and he's just like screaming in pain, screaming in pain. So Kane puts him very quickly out of his misery. He just, he headbutts him, or he kicks him in the head. Kicks him, and yeah. oh, we get a nice gratuitous up. shot of the of the wound and in the his leg. Yeah, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't pull away from that, and you get to see a nice, as you say, open flesh wound yeah. from a shotgun. Well. Adkins, he's he's proved early on he's no Oscar winner. Um, he kind of grimaces through a lot of his scenes, doesn't he? But I, I guess that's part of the the character. The Where well, he's just he's really just, horrible. Uh, really, he is really. He's effective, aggressive. He's very effective. Yeah, he's an anti-hero, isn't he? I mean, yes, exactly. Well, it, this movie, yeah, it's a deconstruction of revenge as a motive in action movies. But anyway, we can get into that if you want. But it, he, he gets basically puts ev- he gets everybody to put their mobile phones in a in the jar of pickled eggs, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? And he sits, sits, settles everybody down. Right, we're all just going to wait until Lincoln shows up, and we're going to sort it out. And then we get a. Um, a sort of Dark Knight homage, doesn't he? he? Says, "Oh, do you want to know how I got these scars?" And yeah. he recounts the uh, and nobody really does, but he's he's stood at it's a rhetorical at question. Bar. Yeah, yeah he's they're going to the find with out. We need to know as well. We need we need to know. They're going to find yeah. out. And he goes through this, and then another flashback, and he goes through this terrible kind of scene in where he's in the more prison. pretty boy is it, is Scott the, Atkins is it again. The teeth first. It's in the first kind of fight. so we get yeah. we get like a series of flashbacks which just basically tell you how each scar or each thing that he's wearing after the, all these years in prison. Yeah. He's in Belmarsh and we'll get, we get filled in the backstory of just 
what's happened and why he's on this he's continually crusade. getting jumped and so the first fight out, is it's pretty brutal oh it's absolutely all of the fights are, are, are it's not the balletic spinny acrobaty stuff it's, no, it's brutal blunt especially fighting. the teeth and yeah. Uh, yeah there are a series of really horrible things like you say there's an american history i was gonna say you just need stomp. to say american history x and you know exactly what we're talking about he overpowers a few of them but they just keep coming yeah i mean overpower the, him hold him to what? the step and yeah there was like you one. actually see it, I think. The, well, certainly the, the aftermath. You know the huge guy? Yeah. Joe, it's Lump, his name is. He's the guy who says he like bumps into him or whatever right. and it kicks off fight. Absolutely enormous. He was Mike Tyson's sparring partner, that guy. <laughs> Joe Egan, his name is. Be pretty tough to be. Yeah, as Akin said about him, he likes to improvise in the fight scenes, which can be a bit disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> We well, get we get the the recovery room him in the yeah, we haven't really explained what's happened there he's he's had this huge fight and then he's been made to open his mouth on mm. the on the crook of a step yeah on, stamp him and and then they stamp down I mean there was what one three five seven nine guys the odds were against him mm. but he was overpowered slammed down and then he got for the rest of the film yeah we, we see understand. him in the hospital bit and they and the guy says oh that's all we could do for you and yeah it's, like, it's bullshit they could have done got metal teeth yeah so he's like which he doesn't now. actually mind because he thinks it makes him look fucking scary yeah because he's continually getting jumped and we get many little montage scenes of mm. like guards suddenly leaving an area and two people locking a door and you're like yes i know what's about <laughs> to happen and he you know he gives as good as he gets and people are continuously coming for him people trying to stab him there's lots of broken arms there's he gets hot they make Napalm. prison Napalm. Didn't know you can make napalm in prison, doesn't he? The guy yeah. says. And, and then hot sugar we, after and... each battle, <laughs> which they are, we see him up against the the governor. Yeah, and he says, "Well, it's another six months. Yeah, six months solitary, and you know, another year on your." Which he takes really well. And I was thinking, he's never getting out because you know, no. it's just every fight is just like you it's know, just giving him another. He's taking the brunt of it on the physically sentence. and incarcerationally. So we see how he became the twisted guy that he is now. And, you know, eventually it's going to become clear that this all ties back to Lincoln, um, his who brother. is brother. Yeah. yeah. And it seems that Lincoln, who's been running this operation where basically do they go to people's houses and then just basically live out their houses run their operations from there parasite everything they can then move on to the next yeah house that's basically and, it yeah and that's kind of the operation Magpies, yeah so that he he's going that his brother's working and one of the jobs we learn that he did to get into prison was having to to do a job for his brother because mm. he wasn't actually a bad guy he was a boxer he was a fighter everybody did, lost money on him because he, did, he was supposed to what's it called he was meant to take a fall wasn't yeah, he, he was meant to go in down fight. in the fifth and he, he didn't he ended up winning and he and says i was just trying to make out. it look realistic but yeah. he knocked the guy out he knocked the guy out <laughs> and they all lost a load of money so to pay him back he needed to to then go well he goes um, he goes to, he, he interrupts a card game doesn't he with his brother his brother's played by Craig Fairbrass yeah which is Richard Fairbrass's brother he was actually uh, an extra in the I'm Too Sexy music video right said Fred did you know that was he really yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah he interrupts their card game which is obviously going to be some high stakes shit to plead and beg for some because he wants to start up his own gym franchise I think yeah that's right Yeah, and they're like no I'm not going to just give you money you're you know we've lost money on you already mm. But tell you what, do this job for us. 
Yeah. And uh, we can think, we can talk, you know. And his job is to basically steal this blue plastic. He says, have you seen one of these before? What, a blue plastic bag? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so his job is to steal this stuff off, off a woman, but she doesn't give up without a fight. It's kind of comical at first. He's running off taunting her. And then suddenly, but she's got a bit like Ned Flanders Terminator. Like she keeps coming, <laughs> yeah. this middle-aged woman. And he's a bit like, all right, leave it alone, love. I'm going to go. And then eventually, he tragically, gets- she gets mowed down by yeah. a, a car as she chases him. And that's how he ended up in prison. Well, yeah, the police see everything and tackle him, take him to prison. And because... Oh, of, and then it's Detective Louis Mandalore from the deck collector. Yeah, yeah, it's him. And so, which is Sue in the deck collector, yeah. isn't it? And he's then looking at a long charge or needing to, to rat his brother out. And he's no way he's going to do that. So he ends up going into prison. What was in the bag? It's cash, I think. It was just cash, but he tied it all in with his operation. So rather than just an innocent kind of just robbing this random per- person, he ties him in with the whole kind of kit and caboodle of the operation and gets him a I long think sentence. it's they lend them money, like disadvantaged and vulnerable people. They lend them money and then they steal the money gets stolen from them so they still owe money to the loan shark and then that's when they move in and start exploiting all of their assets to like it's a really horrible crime yeah it really is and it does happen yeah and uh and this this documentary film almost shone shone light on that didn't it did yeah Yeah. absolutely (laughs) but yeah like you say he's his brother hasn't helped him in any way in fact he's stitched him up yeah he's and he learns this eventually, not straight away, but he, well, he his has mum a- comes to visit him. Yeah. And and she's like, oh, your brother's been so good looking after me because she's now not well. And he's, the, the rage is just building when well, he finds out. Well, he wants out. to confront her over Lincoln and say, look, that's what's Mom, happened to me. Mum, he has been bullying me. But, but um, she, he's yeah. been a good son to her. He's like made sure he doesn't that he's want to break her his treatment. He doesn't want to break heart. her heart before. So, yeah. He's it's, been so good. I wouldn't, don't know what I'd do without him. And it's like, oh, last thing he wanted to hear because he wanted to say, he's the reason I'm in here. Yeah. And he's sending people to keep getting me killed. Well, he's put yeah. 20 grand on his, his he's price put, on his head. head. He's put a price on his head, on mm. his brother's head. Yeah. yeah. So that, that money is being fought every day. So um, it's all tying up really nicely. We've had all of this stuff revealed in flashback. And what we're really waiting for is Lincoln to turn up. And he does. So with a couple of his mates. And is there a fight straight away? I can't remember. There's a great end. Well, we find out the guy that, that's been shot in the leg has actually died yeah and a, a couple of them then start getting a little bit n- nervous one of the guy rushes him he gets a gut full of lead as well and he quickly just manages to put in a couple more bullets doesn't he before they start again yeah, but then so- somebody throws into the room like a whole bag of like two by fours and cricket <laughs> yeah. bats it's amazing yeah and there's some great action where it's like long takes and shot from a still camera so that you can see what's you know actually happening as opposed to things being thrown around so th- this was one of those things that was slightly annoying and a couple of the the fighting scenes where oh, it's a it's a you know it is what it is kind of film but when there's like six or seven of them and then you have like five of them just looking at one guy yeah, they fighting, and they, they're, they're, they're queuing turns, up yeah. going one by it would not happen just they would all pile in at once and they just beat the hell yeah, out of him but it's a but, long um, tradition but they're all, yeah well okay so it didn't didn't make it ridiculous the fights are really good though. well the word they're, they're very I mean, quick and if very you want brutal. to talk about that then jordan pickford bursts in with a machine gun yeah and sprays everywhere around him yeah but not him yeah well and no he, some guy stands up just to see but then i think he laughs i yeah, mean they, the film is in on the joke yeah, yeah that stuff is, yeah. is not there because it like by accident bit itchy and scratchy 
somebody you know oh Hyde started to rant at some point and just completely unexpectedly gets his head blown off by the shotgun oh, yeah. doesn't he yeah God. just completely like as he's mid rant yeah oh, and then right. eventually yeah. it's brother versus brother and they have this long intense struggle they're like looking into each other's eyes as they're trying to stab the knife each getting other closer and, to yeah. your face that, that sort of fight yeah, yeah. and mm. in the background there was a queen vic on the bar did you see that because obviously Craig Fairbrass was EastEnders, EastEnders. Yeah. yeah lovely stuff and Kane gets the better of him yeah Kane gets the better of him and it turns out he got the better of everyone there was a bit of a misunderstanding Lincoln did all this because he was told by a bent copper called Evans that Scott Adkins had that his brother had ratted on ratted him ratted on him so that's what all the, the thing was about. And don't worry, because on the way to the pub, not only did he kill Evans, but he also went to Lincoln's accountant's house. very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get him to transfer all of his money to the 147-odd victims of They got like 16 grand each or something. 16 grand each. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's so the last all, scene, actually, him, isn't it? Yeah. When you got some old boy going to the post office and he looks at his gyro and it's got an extra sort of 15 yeah. 16 grand in it and we know that our mate is is robin did he, hood did he survive though he collapses on a bench kind of laughing doesn't he it's yeah. unclear yeah i think possibly I think, not i think it was a suicide mission yeah yeah but there you go avengement yeah yeah i mean it was one of those films again as soon as it as soon as this was announced on our yeah. on our what's our, i looked oh what what's this i saw him and i thought Right, what's the other one? And then I went to our uh, our main feature this week, which is Great Wall. Yeah. So I was in a real kind of stick point where I thought, well, which one? Which one do I watch first? You know, yeah, because uh, I wasn't really looking forward to either of these. This is these are films I avoid generally. I mean, B movies with lots of fighting. Basically, that's it. It's it's just lots of fighting. It's 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 got some plot put together, but again, I must say half pleasantly surprised by this and maybe because my expectations are, are so low then i'm pleasantly surprised yeah and it's about an hour and a half long it's it's totally rubbish some of the the fighting and the and the violence and things goes a little bit too far for too long but it is what it is and i actually quite enjoyed it yeah. despite thinking that i wouldn't side yeah the fighting is really well choreographed yeah and I do like Scraggins, so you know I just think someone's done really well for himself. Yeah, this particular movie, it's just nasty. Like everyone is it nasty, is nasty in it. so yeah. it's hard to love it. You know, I, I was pleased when it finished, and I wouldn't watch it again. But I did, I, I did enjoy it, and I did really enjoy talking about it as well. Yeah, uh, but it's just that there's no, not a single like redeemable character in it. Yeah, and well, you know, the director who wrote this and the guy Stu Small who does his like dial does Adkins dialogue and I think also co-wrote this. That it's a it's sort of about how ugly revenge is as a motivation, and we always see it in action yeah. movies, revenge, and we're supposed to the the revenge. And this is not that movie. This is something else. But it does have a sort of element of atonement in it at the end as well, with this whole redistribution of the money. And he's like you say, he's not a, a a character that you like or you support in any way, which is different for Adkins. So yeah, I thought it was interesting thematically and kick-ass fights, very violent. Um, yeah, if you, yeah, if you like a lot of fighting and you like this kind of genre, then I'd recommend it. If you if they say, really, I like action yeah. movies, lots of fight. If you're a West Ham fan, movie. you're a lot of relatable, yeah. lot of relatable lot characters. Of relatable yeah. stuff. So you, overall, for me, I would say... Oh yeah, strong uh, recommend, yeah. 
it's it's a recommend if you like this kind of thing. Back on, back on. <laughs>